to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. Okay, so this episode is already recorded, but I needed to record this extra little thing to put in the front of the episode because I decided after I recorded this that we are doing an epic giveaway that if you're listening to this in real time, it's starting today and I needed to make sure you knew about it because the reason why I'm doing this giveaway is because of you because we have now hit over 400,000 downloads on this podcast. What the what? Like I literally can't even get over it. And you know, when we hit milestones like this, I do a giveaway because I want to thank you seriously from the bottom of my heart, because you are the reason that the show is growing, that this is getting into more ears of more people and it's changing people's lives. And like, it's just so freaking incredible. So first of all, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for sharing it with your friends, your family, like for just listening every single week to subscribing to the show, like writing reviews, literally all of it. So as a huge thank you, we are doing a giveaway. And because it's 400,000 downloads, we are giving, uh, we are going to choose four winners. Okay. All these details will be in the show notes in order to enter. You will go to my Instagram that if you're listening to this in real time, the post will be up today. So you'll be able to check that out. It feels like just really early in the morning. It might not be up yet, but it will be up on Tuesday. So make sure you go and check it out. But here is what you will have the chance to win and I'm freaking out. So two of you will win access to the Mind Your Hormones Method, which if you've been here for a hot second, you already know what that is. It's my signature course, my step-by-step roadmap to balancing your hormones. Not only will you get access to the course, but you will also get access to the group coaching calls, which two calls a month for six months. I mean, so insane. You get personalized support on these calls. Like it's so freaking good. So two of you are going to get completely free access to that. And then two more of you after that are going to get access to my supplement training and my fertile window training. So you're going to learn the exact supplements I recommend for all different types of imbalances or different protocols for each one, as well as my fertile window training to really help you hone in on how to track your cervical mucus and your basal body temperature and all the things. So I literally cannot wait. All the details are going to be in the show notes. How to enter is just to come to my Instagram. All the directions will be there. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. I'm so freaking excited for how this, this whole show is just growing and to see where it's going to go. I'm just like, Oh, I love it so much. But now let's get to the actual episode that I already recorded. So you're going to hear me welcome you twice, but here we are. We're not here for, for perfection. We're just here to do the damn thing. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Go enter to win. It's going to be amazing. 
Hello, hello. Welcome back to Mind Your Hormones. I'm so excited as literally always to chat with you, especially about today's topic because we are talking about something I had a personal experience with and ways that you can avoid this from happening and what I've learned from it. So we're talking about how to avoid having low iron or anemia in pregnancy. And we're also going to be talking about plant-based iron sources. But even if you're not pregnant, this is going to be you know important for you to listen to because we're just talking about iron in general. If you are someone who is trying to conceive, you plan to get pregnant in the future, this is definitely something that you want to be aware of and know how to really properly avoid this. So that is what we are going to talk about. So if you are new around here right now, at the time of this recording, I am just about 34 weeks pregnant. Um, Penny, on when you're listening to this, I'm either that or further along. I'm due on June 16th. So um, I'm in my third trimester. Obviously, things are <laughs> cutting down to the wire. And obviously, iron is really, really important during pregnancy because when you are pregnant, you need iron to support that extreme blood volume expansion that's actually happening. Your blood, literally the volume of it doubles by the end of your pregnancy, which is crazy. Obviously iron is always important for, you know, your blood production, but because you have so much more of it during pregnancy, and obviously you're also supporting another life, it's extra important. It also really helps your thyroid and immune function. It helps you fight fatigue. And it also supports adequate birth weight for the baby and the baby's neural development, like having it on time, the baby's neural development be on time. So these are all the things that iron helps support you during your pregnancy. Now, usually you can get plenty of protein, I'm sorry, protein, plenty of iron, protein too, but plenty of iron just with food alone when you're not pregnant. I had never supplemented with iron before pregnancy. I never needed it. I never had low iron. And I personally am someone who's plant-based. Again, if you're new around here, you didn't know that. I have been vegetarian since 2014 and vegan since 2016. And I've never had low iron levels, nothing. They were always good. But again, when you're pregnant, you need a lot more blood. So you need a lot more iron. So of course I was supplementing with iron, um, as soon as I started getting pregnant, but, uh, we'll talk about, we'll talk about exactly what happened and how you can prevent this. But again, the blood volume in pregnancy, this really doesn't start becoming, uh, like a major issue until like the second of trimester and third trimester. Obviously you need to be taking iron throughout your entire pregnancy, but the real blood expansion, the blood volume really starts kicking up in the second, uh, really mid to end of second trimester into the third trimester when baby is growing at like such a rapid, rapid pace. So for me personally, well, before I got, not before I got pregnant, when I got pregnant, I got blood work done. I think I was like, I don't know, maybe like six or seven weeks pregnant. And they tested my ferritin levels, which are your iron levels. And everything was good. They, I was, you know, I had normal levels. So I was just taking, I think I was just taking one iron a day at that point, one or two irons a day. Um, I can't remember now. I, I literally can't remember, but either one or two iron pills. Um, and then towards the end of my second trimester, I think I'm pretty sure I was taking two now that I'm remembering crap. I was taking two just to keep the iron levels stable because I knew I was going to be having more blood. Everything was fine. Then towards the, and I'm also going to talk to you at the end of like what iron supplements I recommend, amounts, food sources, all that stuff. Okay. Towards the end of my second trimester, probably around weeks, like, I don't know, 26, 27, like really getting close to that third trimester, which starts in weeks 28. 
I was noticing I was like really tired and I'm like, Hmm, I guess maybe it's just because I'm getting into my third trimester, but I'm like, no, like this doesn't feel right. Like I'm way more tired than usual. I also noticed that my lips were getting really, really chapped. And I had these like cracks at the corners of my lips. And I knew that that was a nutrient deficiency thing. And I'm like, okay, I know this is low iron. Like I could just, I just knew in my body. I was like, I know this is low iron levels. I know something is going on. So I requested blood work from my doctor. I also was getting blood work done for my um, fasting glucose levels because I decided to opt out of the gestational diabetes test. I didn't want to take that drink. I didn't want to crash my blood sugar, all the things. I have a whole nother podcast episode on that. So you could check that out. I'll put it below if you haven't listened to it, but I was getting blood work done just to check my fasting glucose levels. Cause that was like the compromise that we made with my doctor. So I just had them add in the iron with it. Cause I really wanted to see like what was going on. And I confirmed that I was low on iron. I wasn't technically anemic, but I was definitely very low. So I was like, okay, what I, they wanted to put me on like some type of, it wasn't a medication. It was like an over the counter thing. And I was like, I'm not doing that. Here's what I'm doing. I'm going to double the amount of iron that I'm taking and I'm going to be taking it in ways that are more absorbable, which is what I want to talk to you about because the amount that I was taking, I needed to switch up. I needed to obviously increase the amount that I was taking because I was of course still eating iron rich foods. I was taking the two iron supplements a day but it clearly wasn't enough for what my body needed. So I, I was doubling it and I had to change the way that I was actually taking it because iron can actually be really difficult to absorb in your body. Um, and it's really important that you were doing it in specific ways that I wasn't really prioritizing because my levels were fine. It was, it was not a big deal. So here are my tips for you so that you could avoid this low iron from happening. Whether, by the way, this could happen whether you're plant-based or not. Okay. So what I'm going to do in my next pregnancy is I'm going to get my iron levels tested again, like in the beginning of pregnancy, like I did. And then I want to also get them tested again next time around. And what I would suggest for you is getting them tested again around mid second trimester. Um, Because again, I was taking the same amount of iron I had been taking, but I obviously needed more. And I could have seen that the low, the numbers started dropping before they got like significantly lower and where I started feeling it physically. If I got those levels tested, you know, in the middle of my second trimester, even maybe towards the beginning of it to see where I was at. So definitely recommend doing that. And then I also would recommend getting them tested again in your third trimester. I'm going to be getting mine tested again um, next week, my week 35, because I'm also getting my glucose levels tested again. Then that was again, the um, like compromise I made with my doctor. He was like, that's fine. You don't want to do it. He's like very accommodating of my like desires. So my God, I'm literally out of breath podcasting. If you are in your third trimester, you understand that you literally get out of breath just talking because all your organs are push-ups so high. Anyway, um, so I that was one of the compromises. So I'm getting my glucose levels tested again on week 35. So I'm also going to get my iron levels tested again to see. I already know that they're way better because I don't have that fatigue anymore. I don't have those cracked lips anymore. So I know the amount of iron that I'm taking now is good, but I want to see it on the blood test. Um, but anyway... So that's what I'd recommend doing. Of course, getting your iron levels tested in the beginning of pregnancy. I would get them tested again um, in the middle of your second trimester and then again in your third trimester. And what you really want to see are your ferritin levels. So if you're reading your blood work, you want to look for your ferritin levels, okay? The other thing that I changed and that I would do um, again is that it's really important to take your iron supplements on an empty stomach first thing in the morning 
with a vitamin C supplement, like ascorbic acid is the fancy name of it, with the vitamin C supplement to improve the absorption because iron is not absorbed well with certain nutrients or with food, which is why I I do not like prenatals that have iron within it for two reasons. Number one is because, again, it does not help the absorption of iron because iron does not absorb well with certain nutrients. It doesn't really absorb well with magnesium. It doesn't absorb well with a a ton of different nutrients. It's really, really like... uh, a mineral that is just like kind of finicky. It's like it needs its own thing. Okay. So I don't like when prenatals have it for that reason. And also not from just an absorption standpoint, but the amount that you need is different than the amount that I need. So when they have iron within the prenatal, you can't tailor your dose accordingly, according to what you need, according to what trimester you're in, because it changes from first trimester to second trimester to third trimester to even postpartum. So I do not like when prenatals have the iron in there for those two reasons. So I personally take, you've heard me talk about this a hundred times if you listen to this podcast before, but I personally take needed prenatals and their iron supplements as well. I also take their choline and their omega mega three. Um, but their prenatal does not have the iron in it for these reasons because it does not absorb well with it. So I'm able to tailor the dose that I specifically need from trimester to trimester and postpartum because I it's not within the prenatal. And again, they also have within their prenatal glycine in it um, because that also helps the absorption and it also helps um, the digestive comfort because when you're taking more iron, it could cause constipation. Um, I have not noticed that at all. My poop has been actually really good in this third trimester, which I'm really happy about. Um, and even with me doubling the amount of iron, I my poop did not change. It did not get more constipated, nothing, because number one, needed iron that I am taking. Like I said, it's bound to glycine, so it helps with digestive um, comfort. And um, also, every time I'm taking my iron supplement, I'm taking a vitamin C with it. Um, and vitamin C, actually, your vitamin uh, iron needs vitamin C to actually be absorbed. So that's one of the nutrients that actually does pair really well with it. It helps the absorption of it. And it also will help the whole reducing constipation situation. Um, so tips to avoid you getting low iron in pregnancy, being anemic is number one, getting those iron levels tested again in your mid-second trimester and then testing it again in your third trimester taking the iron supplements on an empty stomach first thing in the morning. So as soon as I wake up, I brush my teeth or whatever, I take my two iron supplements. Again, the amount that you need to take is going to be different depending on your levels. Needed actually has a chart on their website that will talk to you about what amount to take based off of what your levels are. So I would definitely highly go, highly, I would highly recommend going to check that out. Um, so taking it in the morning on empty stomach, I take the two with an ascorbic acid, um, vitamin vitamin C supplement. I'm also taking, I'm taking four total right now, um, throughout the day. So then I take another one. It's really important that you want to be taking the iron about two hours after a meal or one hour before a meal. You want it to be separated from your meals as well as your prenatals. Okay. So that's why I take it first thing in the morning, as soon as I wake up, cause it'll be like about an hour before I have a meal. And then I take my second dose about two hours after I have breakfast. Um, sometimes I will take two again at a time um, with the, you know, the ascorbic acid as well. Sometimes I'll take one and then I'll take another one before dinner um, with another ascorbic acid. So sometimes I break it up um, where I'll do two in the morning, two in the afternoon, or sometimes I do two in the morning, one in the afternoon, one at night. It depends. But what you want to make sure that you're doing is whatever amount that you're taking, that you're doing it on an empty stomach first thing in the morning for if you only have to take two, then that's just the only dose that you take. 
pairing it with the vitamin C capsule to really help with that absorption as well as constipation. And again, if you have to take some in the middle of the day or whatever, you want it to be two hours after a meal and about an hour before a meal. That is how you're really going to increase the absorption and make sure that you are not low on it. I was originally taking the iron supplements at night with my Miracle Worker magnesium. And I realized I'm like, "Mm, the magnesium could be preventing me from actually absorbing this iron really well. And also I had like a full, you know, day worth, days worth, the food within my stomach. Obviously it's not all sitting there like you digest it, whatever. But I was like, I'm going to switch it up, do it in the morning. And that definitely is helping because obviously I feel I don't have that fatigue anymore. My lips aren't trapped anymore. I'm going to have the actual physical results of the numbers improving once I go, but I could already feel within my body after doubling up my iron Literally within less than a week, I started feeling better, which is like so amazing. So anyway, again, the amount of iron that you need is totally based on your ferritin levels. So you need to see it on a blood test. Um, I recommend if you are currently taking a prenatal that has iron in it, I recommend switching. Um, again, I recommend Needed. I'm obsessed with them. They have all therapeutic range. All of their nutrients are in highly absorbable forms. They don't have any of those nasty fillers. Everything is third-party tested. Like They know their shit, so I highly recommend them. Um, and again, I, I do prefer it separate, so you could tailor your amount of iron specifically to your trimester to what you need um, in your specific body. So the link for Needed and all their supplements and stuff will be in the show notes. You could use code Corinne for a discount. I absolutely love them. Highly recommend checking them out. And if you want like way more in-depth details on all the supplement protocols I recommend for pregnancy, for fertility, for postpartum, even if you're listening to this and you're like, I have no interest in any of this. I'm just interested in listening to this podcast episode, but you want support around supplementation for just overall cyclical health and wellness for PCOS, for all the things. I have a supplement training on this, so you could always check that out in the show notes as well. It is part of the Mind Your Hormones method, but I also do sell it separately, okay? So that is that for what I would do to avoid it. Get tested every trimester, having it on an empty stomach with um, a vitamin C. I'll also put a link to Fullscript um, where you can get the pure encapsulations or the vital nutrients um, vitamin C. Those are the two brands I love the most for vitamin C. I'll put that below too. So taking it with that and then taking your iron supplement two hours after meal or one hour before meal away from food, away from your prenatal, like you want it to be separate, okay? So that is what I would do to avoid it in the future. Now, I also want to talk to you quickly about iron sources of food because it's also really important that we are still, of course, eating iron-rich foods. And like I said, before I was pregnant, I never had an issue with iron. I was plant-based for years and years and years, but you need a ton more when you're pregnant, so it's really, really important. So anyway, plant-based iron sources, in case you are someone who is also plant-based or you just want to be more plant-based, but you want to know what iron sources there are. Number one is dark leafy greens. So kale is a huge iron source that's really, really amazing. Um, I'll I'll get to that in a second. So definitely dark leafy greens, kale specifically. Tofu, always making sure it's organic because soy is the number one, one of the most number one GMO crops in the United States. So you want to make sure that that shit is organic. But tofu is a really great source of iron. Beans and legumes in general, like all beans, chickpeas, lentils, black beans, kidney beans, all these types of beans and legumes are really high in iron. Um, whole grains, raisins even, goji berries, nuts and seeds, and skin on potatoes. I was having all of these things. Like literally, I have most of these things every single day and in like an abundant amount. And again, you still need to supplement with it during pregnancy. So this is not something you could just get from food alone when you are pregnant, even if you are a meat eater, okay? Okay. 
because it, that's a whole other situation. But the plant-based sources, you do absorb really well. However, it needs to be paired with vitamin C. Just like the iron supplement is best absorbed with vitamin C, the plant-based iron sources that you're eating also are best absorbed when you are eating them with a vitamin C food source. So for example... Whenever I have dark leafy greens like kale, I sprinkle, not sprinkle, I squeeze lemon juice, like fresh lemon juice from an organic lemon on the kale because lemon is really high in vitamin C. Um, so that's something you could do to pair that together. Um, broccoli is high in vitamin C, bell peppers, tomatoes, any cruciferous vegetables, meaning cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, broccoli, um, kale is also uh, a cruciferous vegetable, but I like to add a little bit of extra uh, vitamin C within there because I really want to get the most out of the iron. So for me, it's easiest to just make sure that whenever I'm having an iron-rich food, like if I'm having whole grains, if I'm having um, uh, beans, if I'm having dark leafy greens, I sprinkle some... Uh, why do I keep saying sprinkle? I squeeze some lemon juice on there or I have some tomatoes within there just to make sure that I am also having a vitamin C-rich food with the iron source so that it is properly absorbed, Okay. So I hope this was helpful for you. Again, head to the show notes if you want to check out the needed prenatal, the needed iron supplement, and also on their website. Again, it has two full charts of the amount that is required to take in each trimester based off of your ferritin levels, which is so freaking important. So check that out. I'll also put the link for a vitamin C supplement so you can take your iron with your vitamin C. Um, save this if you're maybe in your first trimester, you can come back to it. Or again, if you're trying to get pregnant and you're going to use this later, if you are, if you know somebody that's pregnant um, or is trying, share this episode with them because we, of course, we don't want to have low iron because it's not you know healthy for us or the baby, but it also like you get so tired when you have low iron and we don't want that for anybody. Okay. So please share this with someone. I'm so grateful for you and for this community and for how you are spreading the word. Like you're sharing it with your friends, you're sharing it with your family, you're reaching out to me. Like this is how the show is growing. And I appreciate it so much because I want this information to be out there to as many people as possible. Oh my God. I almost forgot to mention this before we end this episode. If you are someone who's currently pregnant, maybe you're postpartum, whether you're postpartum one year, two years, five years, whatever it is, one month, it doesn't matter. I want you to know about my membership community. It's called the Motherhood Unfiltered membership. And this is a real freaking time, intimate experience of pregnancy, postpartum, and motherhood done differently. Because if you know me, you know that I go against the grain. I don't always do things that are according to societal norms. I really wanted to create this membership to create a community of like-minded moms and moms-to-be so that not only can you feel connected, seen, heard, understood, but so that I could share in real time what I'm experiencing, how I'm navigating through things, how I'm navigating through the challenges, the excitement, like everything, um, what, what's working for me, what's not working for me from talking about like wanting my old body back from talking about getting back into movement, how I'm nourishing myself, postpartum breastfeeding challenges, you know, vaccines, how I'm going to be raising the baby, like all of these things. It's really like an intimate podcast vibe because there's no edit calls on your calendar. It's like a broadcast through this free app that you get to download. It's amazing. If you are interested in this at all, just check the show notes for it. I cannot wait to see what comes out of this membership. And oh, I'm just so freaking excited. So check out the show notes for that. Thank you again for being here. I love you so much. And I will talk to you soon.
Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.